Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, everybody, this is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, and this is our second edition of our podcast coaching calls. I love doing these. I just did one about an hour ago. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And uh, we're doing another one right now with a, a gentleman that I've known for a while. His name is Terrence and Jake, Jake Evans and Terrence Niles. That's how you pronounce your last name, Terrence? Yes, sir. Awesome. So we're going to uh, jump right in. Let me just tell you guys real quick here. Some of you have been asking me, hey, how can I get some coaching? How can I get some help? I just have a real simple page where you can go and fill out a little survey, ask, answer some questions. If you're interested in getting some coaching help, just go to coachjoe.net, coachjoe.net. It'll take you to a simple application. Tell us a little bit about you and tell us what your goals are. And we'll get on the phone and have a strategy session, talk about you and your situation. So Terrence and Jake, you guys work together. Terrence, you're an acquisitions manager for Jake, right? Yeah. Cool. And what market are you guys in? So we are, we're local in Spokane, Washington, and then we are also virtual in Seattle. And we're uh, over in the Seattle, the Puget Sound area. I think, I think we're in like five counties. We're kind of over by uh, Portland too. So we've got a couple virtual markets. I love, love Washington state. We were there about two or three years ago, driving through on our big RV trip. We took three months and, uh, love Seattle. We stopped there actually, and then took a train up to uh, Vancouver, took a cruise into Alaska. I, you guys got it lucky over there. <laughs> Thanks, man. Don't, don't, don't get the word out too much now. It's our little secret up here. <laughs> right, right. Okay. So um, you guys have, tell us a little bit about your business. I heard you can't do deals in Washington, especially Seattle or Spokane. <laughs> that's what they, that's what our competition says anyway <laughs> yeah so tell us a little bit of what you guys do now we're um you know we just uh we i kind of followed your uh i've, I've been following you uh, for quite a while now joe not like not like creepy like following you but you know just uh you're well, very familiar with your courses and, and your process and kind of how you you know you do you do business and so we've been doing a for, for a few months, we were, we were really hitting it hard with the offers and just in and out blank offers and, and you know, anything that would stick to the wall, <clears throat> you know, responding to. And then, uh, you know, we were, we had some bird dogs out there too, and we weren't seeing quite the results that we wanted to. So, you know, we, we switched it up and said, you know what, let's still send out offers and let's go out on appointments. Mm. Then we switched it up and, and kind of got into some sales training and decided to just start going out on appointments. And when we did that, our success rate went through the roof. And in, in three weeks, just on our side, which just, just Jake and I got 10, 10 properties under contract in three weeks. That's amazing. You know, I wrote a, book, then, called, uh, I wrote a book called Brilliant at the Basics. And so many people try to complicate this business, don't they? And uh, yeah. they forget those basic things. They forget about answering the phone. And making appointments and uh, just talking to people, right? Being a real person that has a real business. Right. 
Yeah, it's it's truth, man. <clears throat> it's awesome. truth, and sometimes you get face to face with people, and you may not have been able to dig up enough information over the phone. And when you get in front of people, all of a sudden you start finding out that, gosh, they're open to, you know, carrying some financing, doing owner financing, maybe doing a lease option. And so you, I don't, you're finding some deals more are falling together like that. Well, that's amazing. I love hearing that because you're finding out if they can't take your cash offer. Because you're there with them in person, you're finding out that they might be open to some creative financing. Exactly, exactly. And we, we got in front of a, a lady just a couple weeks ago that uh, wasn't really even interested in selling, but somehow we ended up in touch with her. And she's like, well, yeah, you know, I really want to sell, but I don't really want to sell all cash. She goes, I really, I really want to sell on a contract. Huh. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> Didn't even need to ask that question. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what percentage of your deals are cash and what percent are more creative? Last year, 90% of them were cash up towards the end of the year. And then just started figuring out the right way to frame those questions. And now I would say probably 30% of our deals are our owner finance and 70% are cash. And and we wholesale everything. We don't. We're we're only taking down a, a deal here and there. So we're wholesaling our creative deals as well. Nice. So your creative deals, if you don't mind me asking, are they um, subject twos? Or are they so you're taking over an existing mortgage? Um, we so we haven't done any. Uh, well, we did one subject two, and then we've done. We actually just locked down, and we're getting ready to place two deals where. Uh, we're offering up kind of a package deal where the uh, there will be private money in first lien position, and then the owner's carrying back a second, so our investors aren't having to come in with any money down. Very cool. Um, and uh, and we've got a couple that are free and clear, so those are those are just a straight owner carry. Um, nice. We don't really do any lease options because we don't really have any systems built out for tenant buyers. So pretty much everything is just wholesaling to to investor partners. Okay. Why do you guys decide to wholesale all of them and not keep any of them? <laughs> That's a question for Jake. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a systems guy. We have a team, we have a team of about five people in house and cool. I at some point plan on building out property management and uh, a lease option strategy. But right now I kind of just like to stick to our knitting and um, that's just not a wing of the business we've built out just yet. Okay. Yeah, we have we have great we have a really great buyers list too. A lot of our buyers are um, selling to tenant buyers, and they're they're holding on to them and doing the whole property management thing. So we sell a lot of our deals to those guys. It's just not something we're we're doing just yet. Okay. Can you tell me a little bit about your numbers, guys? About how many deals do you do a month? Oof. Now maybe it's just Terrence. You can tell me your numbers, or you can tell me as a company. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's all, really it's kind of tough to say because we've made some big changes. I would say our volume is our volume has doubled pretty consistently over the, every every two or three months just because of the major adjustments we're making. Beautiful. Um, and also we're we're finding that we're digging up a lot of deals from the pipeline. I mean, Terrence has been cultivating uh, I think about 115 leads consistently over the last six months, and we're seeing that those are you know starting to fall together from months prior. So our goal as a company and it was to do one deal per week in each county. 
But like, like Terrence said, we kind of just made a major adjustment and we, we saw 10 contracts come in in, in three weeks. So um, when did you make that adjustment? I'm sorry. When did you make that adjustment for just getting some sales training, just going on the appointments? It was probably October. Wow, so I the October time frame. And no, November, first part of November was when we may, actually made the, the shift. Yeah. What made and you then, decide to December, go? I'm sorry to interrupt. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say in this, this, uh, November was when we started kind of ro- making the changes, and December is when we hit our strides. What made you decide to make that shift? Uh, John Martinez training, uh, to be honest with you. Um, just going through his training and listening to his interactions face-to-face and, and his sales process and, and everything. We, we went out on one appointment, and, and we actually felt like it was a dud just from over the phone. And we used an advance agreement and, and uh, got him to commit right there on the, the first appointment. And it was a deal that we placed a couple weeks later. Beautiful. And it was, and we we didn't think think it was a deal, or just just from being on the phone. What's so an that, advance? That was like the big aha moment. What's an advance agreement? So an advance agreement is is basically where you're you're getting somebody to. So you're you're basically getting somebody to commit to a yes or no on yeah. the spot, and right. basically maybe's just aren't aren't acceptable like but you know you you frame it in a way where it's you know it's a friendly conversation and it flows within the conversation oh for sure but you don't want you're basically telling that you're looking at other properties and and you're okay with them saying no but you're also okay with them saying yes and you want to make sure that they're in a position to do that i love those questions the uh i've been harping on that for years you got to sell the no sell the no (laughs) it's okay to say yeah yeah we push for the no Awesome. Okay. So, um, it's just been a couple months and you've been doing this. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So, um, give me a general, just in the last couple of months, what has your volume been? And do you think that's sustainable? I mean, I don't know what the numbers are. We, uh, I would say the last, last couple of months, we've been averaging about four to five deals a month, just in our, our market with, and I'm the only acquisitions guy. And I would say that we could we could definitely sustain that. What we're trying to do right now is figure out what our next step is for marketing, because we want to, you know, we're we're definitely wanting to saturate what we're already doing, which is, um, you know, a lot of postcards and stuff like that. But uh, we're we're looking to step step into maybe the uh, like Facebook marketing arena. That was one of the biggest reasons I reached out. So cool. All right, so I think you might have just answered my next question, but like, what's your biggest challenge that you want us to focus on in this call? You know what, Facebook seller leads from some of the the investors out there that we've talked to, it just doesn't sound like there's really a proven system from what I'm gathering. It sounds like there's a lot of gurus teaching it, but when students go to really implement now, I know that there's, you know, there's good buyers more marketing out there on Facebook. And that seems to be pretty effective. And I see a lot of guys posting their successes with that. But for seller marketing, it seems like that's kind of a tough one. So I know that you're, uh, you're always out there and you're, you're pounding the pavement and you've got a huge network. And I just wanted to pick your brain and see if you've uh, stumbled on anything yet. Well, and also, also Joe, um, I was kind of curious to know what, what, you're, what you're seeing that's working. We're doing a lot of cold calling right now. That's primarily our, our main strategy, but we want to implement something new and something fresh and something to capitalize on a different demographic of seller leads. 
just kind of wondering yeah. what you got, what you're seeing and what you might recommend. I'm glad I was going to talk to you or ask you about cold call marketing right now. Yeah. How much are you, what are you doing with that? Like, we're, uh, we're making, yeah, okay. we're, we're making around 3,500 cold calls a week right nice. now. Nice. In, in six counties and we've got a script and we're basically just hit, hitting the auto dialer. We're dialing three numbers at a time. We have a call center of two call, uh, part-time call processors. And they're just basically saying, Hey, are you, do you have a house you're interested in selling? Yes or no. And anybody who says yes, raises their hand, they get passed off to the sales rep who then starts building rapport and, and working the lead from there. Do you, have you, do you ask them, do you know anybody else who might have a house to sell? You know, we really, we really don't. I toyed around with that and ultimately just decided to try and jump off the call as quickly as possible and move on to that. We just, because we have a lot, we just have a lot of, I'm yeah. going for volume. I don't well, want I, my call process to spend a whole lot of time on the call with the person unless they're, you know, ready to take action. I've not done this before. You might test it, but like even tell them, listen, we pay a thousand dollar referral fees. If you oh, yeah. have any deals, if yeah. you know of anybody that wants to sell their house. Um, we'll pay you a thousand dollars for a referral fee. Now there's legal issues with that, whatever. I'm not worried about it, <laughs> but I don't know. That might be something you could throw in your script. Just test it. See how it goes. Maybe. Huh? Yeah, that's a great idea. Actually. It wouldn't hurt us just to test it out. See what, so see what shakes out. Oh, just, why don't you say like we, we pay $2,500 referral fees. Do you think that yeah. might get their attention? I think it might. Yeah. I think some people would be um, interested in sending over some addresses for sure <laughs> for 2,500 bucks. <laughs> or you could say, you could ask, you know, do you know anybody or do you, are there any homes in your area that look vacant? Looks like they need work. Do you, you know, I don't know something like, yeah, I just have to test that and play with it. I mean, take your best caller and maybe tell them, you know, for the next few days, just ask this question and tell us how it goes. Give us some feedback and, yeah. And then what yeah, you could like do, what you could do possibly is like say, well, listen, can I just email you some information and put together a, you know, PDF or something, some kind of packet that you can just yeah. email to them. Yeah, there you go. I like that. That could, that could definitely work. You know, one time I was thinking of this too. Um, I had a, a done for you marketing program and we had a bird dog setup thing that we did in Podio and I thought it was fantastic. And I, I've got a tons of leads from referrals and bird dogs, but none, nobody ever used it. And we created this training that we put together for the bird dogs. We basically did some Craigslist ads, did some bandit signs. How are you looking for like make some extra money? And I, we, we did some videos telling them like, this is what we want to, this is what we're looking for. Don't send us any leads from the MLS. Don't send us anything from Craigslist. Only send us off-market deals. And we're looking for these kinds of deals. And we even trained them. We had some training videos on there, super simple, on how to do driving for dollars, how to do signs, how to do letters, how to do um, texting and emailing people on Craigslist. And we then had a place where, where they could submit leads and it went into Podio. Something to think about, it was just like, if they were interested, we sent them to a link where they could get more information on it. Yeah, that that would be very interesting, actually. Um, is that is that a system that you still have available? I mean, I'd love, I'd love to kind of get some more info. It'd be neat if we didn't have to build out the videos and training and all that. Yeah, you know what? I'll send you guys a link when we're done here with this 
I'll send you a link on that. And the website might even still be up. One of the guys I was partnering with at the time, uh, he, he, this is the only way he used to find his deals. He didn't do any direct mail, any direct to seller marketing. He just did ads for bird dogs and he trained bird dogs and he would create an email list. And then here's what's really important when you do this as people join your list of wanting to be your bird dogs or whatnot, he would constantly send emails out to them every single week. Hey, we're looking for deals. If you got anything, let me know. Simple emails like that. Sometimes he would write a couple paragraphs for, um, you know, for, for like maybe, no, actually, you know what I'm thinking about this? When we were doing this for our students, we actually had about 25 emails that we gave them when we built the autoresponders yeah. for them at also. So what happens was when bird dog signs up, it's a simple squeeze page. They were put into yeah. an autoresponder sequence because you want to stay in front of them and you're only going to have five percent maybe of people who sign up that are going to give any interest into it or put any effort into it and you want to take that five percent aside have coffee with them take bring them to your office spend more time with them train them to find what you're looking for it always amazes me if you go to these local real estate clubs too there's a lot of hungry new wholesalers out there that can yeah. find deals. They're willing to hit the streets, knock on doors, do bandit signs, do post-it notes. They are just afraid. Like, you know, I don't, what if a seller says yes, but if you can now present yourself as, Hey, listen, you don't have to worry about all of that extra stuff. You don't have to worry about the money, the title companies, the closings, how the contracts and stuff works. You don't have to worry about a buyer's list. I will be your buyer. I'll pay you $2,500 referral fees. Shoot, you could even say, I'll pay you a $5,000 referral fees on your deals, as long as the numbers work, right? And if the numbers don't work, you can yeah. tell them, well, listen, I can only pay you $1,000 on this one because it's, you know, it's tight. So it doesn't have to be five grand on every deal, but you could offer $5,000 referral fees. The other thing you could do, and I would recommend this, um, your buyers list, you've already got a bunch of people's emails, right? Realtors, investors, buyers, and stuff like that. Right, right. Email them every week. Hey, we're looking for deals. Do you have anything? Yeah. And you could create, yeah. you know, 10, 12 different variations of that kind of an email, but you should be collecting emails of every realtor, investor, wholesaler, property manager, everybody in the business, collect their emails and just email them. There's a real good tool you should look at that make this super easy. It's called gmas.co. The cool thing about this is it's not an autoresponder and this works really good for smaller lists. And it's, it's a tool that will send emails out to people using Gmail's servers, which have incredibly high deliverability. If you're sending nice. emails from like AWeber or Infusionsoft or whatever, they have lower de deliverability, but this will send out emails for you without all of the unsubscribed links stuff at the bottom of the email. And it's, it's a way it's a tool called GMAS, G-M-A-S-S dot C-O. Check it out. Put all these people in that Gmail thing and just email them. I'm looking for deals. Do you have anything? That's a great idea. I, like I, th that. Yeah. I think as you, as you grow this um, and you start talking to sellers, you start getting people that, you know, know that you're looking for deals. You, you can, you may not need to do, much more additional marketing. If you get other people to bring you their, their deals, 
if they know you're paying $2,500, $5,000 assignment fees or referral fees, they don't have to worry about all that extra crap that scares them to half to death, of double closings and, and getting the money and paperwork and licensing issues, whatnot. You'll just take care of all of that for them. And you've got really, you yeah. know, you're, you're now the middleman. You get people bringing you their deals. No, that's a great idea. And then I've, we've, we've utilized a few bird dogs in the past. Um, and throughout my career, I've kind of watched a lot of them evolve into wholesalers and then evolve into flippers and then realtors. Are you, it sounds like you're not at all concerned really with, with bringing up the competition or anything like that. What are your, what are your thoughts on that kind of idea? Well, I'm not worried about that. I, I, I don't have a scarcity <laughs> mentality on that. Um, scarcity yeah. mindset, what it, because the op, the opportunity is so huge in Seattle, right? right. Okay. It's a huge market. Yeah. And, right. you know, here, let me tell you a little story. I think this will be helpful for you. And I was, uh, I'd done a lot of lease options from like 2009 to 2012 or something. And about 2013, I wanted to also start doing wholesaling. And uh, so I, I, I had my whole system automated and everything. And I um, hired an acquisitions manager. And we started doing a lot of outbound seller marketing. And it was tough. Even back then, when direct mail response rates were awesome, <laughs> we were still complaining about how hard it was. So there's always something to complain about. It's a lesson learned. So I, I had a call with Kent Clothier. And I said, Kent, I want to start, I want to wholesale more deals, but I'm, I'm just kind of struggling with these response rates or getting with direct mail. It seems like it's you know, working too hard for this. It should be an easier way to do this. And uh, so he started, uh, he sent me, he said, like I, I've done a lot of deals, right? And I'm the podcaster and he starts coaching me and teaching me how like wholesaling 101, the basics, back to the basic stuff. It's like Vince Lombardi. He said, this is a football, right? He was doing that to me and I was a little offended. Come on, man. I know how to do this. I know how this works. He says, no, you don't. You don't get it. Listen, pay attention. He said, you got to go back to the basics and find and build your buyers list. You need to focus on building your buyers list and stop doing any seller marketing. And so I, I was confused by that, but I said, all right, I'll, I'll trust. You. I read his book, Reverse Wholesaling. And uh, we just started marketing for buyers. And we started telling everybody that we knew, at, my acquisitions manager started going to all the RIAs, uh, started calling property managers, realtors that were listing investment properties, and uh, networking with wholesalers, getting their business cards, and just asking them, hey, listen, we're looking for deals. If you find anything, will you let us know? And so I started marketing for buyers. I started marketing for buyers that were buying out of state, out of their state in other markets. They weren't buying in St. Louis. They were buying in Memphis, Tennessee, for example, or Columbus, Ohio. And they were outside of those states. And I started sending them letters, the exact same letters uh, Kent Clothier recommended to send in his uh, Find Cash Buyers mail. And we started getting calls and we started getting buyers. And then what we did is we started sending the word out to all of these investors. We had about an email list of 225 or so realtors and investors, active people in the market here in St. Louis. We started sending out deals or emails. Hey, we've got $5 million burning a hole in our pocket because we did. We had buyers who told us they were looking to buy all these deals and stuff. So we've got millions of dollars burning a hole in, my, in our pockets and we're looking for deals right now. Uh, we pay, I don't remember if we used specific numbers or not, but we, all of a sudden, we started getting more leads being brought to us 
just because we started emailing them every single week, going to the RIA clubs. And we became, we were like the new hedge fund in town because we had such good buyers. So one of the things that we were, that I was thinking about while we were talking is you might want to revisit and focus on your buyers. I know you got good buyers already, but sometimes buyers that you've been working with for a while get stingy. They get greedy. They're like, I, I need more meat on these bones, right? But there may be opportunity for you guys, especially in the Spokane market, because it's a little cheaper, to find better buyers that will pay more than your current buyers. And then focus your marketing efforts on getting other people to bring you deals. Because now you're the one that can buy these deals that, you know, maybe other investors and wholesalers are throwing away. We had realtors bringing us leads, um, deals, really good deals that they just wanted. They were happy to make 500 bucks on. A lot of them are saying, listen, I just want to take care of this client. Uh, You don't have to pay me anything. And we would get these things and buy them and flip them and make $8,000, $10,000 on them. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, totally. Totally get it. No, it's, it's, about, it's about the network for sure. Mm-hmm. So, you I mean, you already, you're already doing really good. Uh, uh, the cold calling is, is definitely my favorite strategy right now. I still love direct mail. Uh, we've been texting and emailing landlords and for sale by owners on Craigslist. I've done that since 2008 for 10 years now, and it still works really well. We're, we're doing some marketing in Jacksonville, um, and I'm in St. Louis, right? But in Jacksonville, we are getting more contracts from Craigslist texting than we are from our direct mail. And oh, wow. we're just, we have a VAs that are sending text messages to landlords and FISBOs, and they're saying, hey, we like your house on Craigslist. Is it still available? The second text, if it comes back, yes, is, are you the owner? If they say yes, the third text goes out and says, well, you wouldn't have any interest in selling it, would you, by any chance? And depending on the deal, we might even ask something like, well, would you consider leasing it for a year and then selling it? Or would you consider owner financing or something like that? And if they say yes to those three questions, then we get on the phone immediately and call the seller and talk to them and set up an appointment. So you might consider even having a VA sending some text messages and emails and I wouldn't target just your markets. I wouldn't target, I would target the entire state of Washington. And after you're dominating Washington, go after Oregon. Cause this is something that you could have a team of two, three VAs sending 50 to a hundred text messages and emails a day for you to landlords for sale by owners. And if they can just tee up these leads for you so you can find the ones that raise their hands, then you can call that seller and talk to them. So what, what the VAs will do is they'll say, if a seller says, yeah, I'd consider selling it, or maybe it depends on the offer, what do you got or whatever, the VA will respond back, okay, great, I'm in a meeting right now, I'll call you back in just a few minutes. And then they give us the lead and then we call them. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. Definitely, Oh, that's awesome. And how much but does that, cost? that That kind of marketing yeah. doesn't cost anything. Go ahead, what? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, but then you got to have your boots on the ground if you, you're going to meet up unless you, you know, you're, if, if it's a lease option deal, then, you know, you could probably sell that over the phone. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to get you get somebody to go out there and take pictures for you. And I know there's resources out there like WeGoLook, and then you could get a notary, things like that. But 
Well, sometimes you'd be surprised. It's not that hard to negotiate deals like that over the phone. Talk to John Martinez. You know, I know those guys know a little bit about that, but especially with lease options, if you can do some creative stuff, it's easier to sell. But you can tell the sellers, listen, we're buying houses in whatever area this is. I'm in Spokane. I can't drive out there. It's too far away. But tell me about your house. Why haven't you sold it yet? Sounds like a beautiful home. Why would you even want to sell it? Get into their pain point. And you could say, listen, we have buyers right now, or we have tenant buyers. We have buyers and investors that are looking for property in your area. What's the least you would take for it? And just, you can negotiate these deals over the phone. And it may right. take more follow-up, but it certainly can be done. You know, Todd Toback, a friend of ours, maybe you know, mutual. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know you've, you've uh, kind of done some stuff with him in the past, Yeah. Todd had a sales floor at one time that was doing a ton of deals in Oklahoma City from San Diego. The reason why he stopped is he was he was pissed to only make five grand on a deal, you know, because he was used to thirty thousand dollar plus wholesale deals in San Diego, so he actually stopped mm-hmm. doing it. But he he did a ton of them in Oklahoma City over the phone, and you can get a realtor, somebody local to help you with those if you had to, a mobile notary, yeah. All right. So let me, let me tell you something else too. With Facebook ads, Chris Chico is a friend of mine. I have him on the podcast a lot. He just created a course on Facebook ads for sellers. Have you seen this or heard of it? Uh, yeah, we, I've heard of it. Yeah. He sells it for 300 bucks. Okay. $297. Oh. I'm going to give you my affiliate link. It, it's the same price, whether you buy it from him directly or from me, but this is, this is honestly the only link I know to send you. It's chrischico.com slash Joe. And Chris is C-R-I-S. There's no H. Right. C-R-I-S, Chico, C-H-I-C-O, chrischico.com slash Joe. That'll take you to a webinar. So unfortunately, you have to watch his 20-hour webinar to get to the buy link. <laughs> and I give him a hard time about that. But I will also email you guys... Uh, another link. I think I have a link that takes you right to a sales page. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I did watch, I watched most of it uh, a few weeks back. So I'm, I'm pretty familiar. He's, you know, he's got a new product out there. So. Well, it's super simple. I would, I would definitely invest in it. There's other guys out there that are doing Facebook ads for realtors, but I, I think Chico has a really good, simple, simple system that you guys could should look at. Awesome. Is that helpful? Is that anything helpful that I'm saying <laughs> so far? Yeah, no, no. There's some some really good nuggets in there, Joe. I really appreciate it. Yeah. I will I will email you guys what I have on the bird dog system. Basically, we built it all out in Podio. I had some. It it went from a squeeze page to a regular website, which had some training material on it. And in the website. And the squeeze page at the very beginning, we captured their name and email and phone number. And we put them into an autoresponder sequence. And the first, you know, five, 10 emails just trained them about the basics of real estate 101. And, you know, kind of tried to build the excitement up of like, man, if you just give us three deals a month, you could be making five to $10,000 a month. Right. And you could quit your job. And then we taught them how to do postcards and yellow letters and bandit signs and where to even buy post-it notes if they wanted to do post-it notes while they're walking their dog. 
And then we gave them on the website a Podio web form where they could put their leads in there. Something to, mm-hmm. to chew on. No, I like that. It, it, it's all about volume there. You know, if you get enough people that raise their hand, say, Hey, I want more information. You're going to get those handful that'll actually take it and run with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just uh, two uh, a week ago, a friend referred a deal to me. It's worth about $600,000 and the seller wants 275 for it. And it needs about a hundred grand in work. <laughs> so thanks. Can I buy you a drink? There. He's not asking for anything. Are <laughs> you actually going to go out to that one, Joe, or are you going to handle that one virtually? <laughs> I did actually, yes, I did actually go on that appointment and uh and talk to this you know what um oh shoot i'm just looking at the clock i need to get going (laughs) okay my son just came up here i'll be down there in just a minute so let me ask you guys um what are the like the two things that you're going to be implementing and taking action on from what we talked about here on this call um i'm definitely going to be looking into gmas um i also took no let me see we've got some notes here also chrischico.com slash Joe. If we can just get a head start on some media that's effective on Facebook and just kind of yeah. uh, borrow that from Chris, that'd be great. And then um, I think it would be very worthwhile uh, to set up some text and email marketing. It'd be practically free and something that we could just test out on Craigslist. You said for sale by owner sites and Craigslist sites. Yeah, I think it'd well, be easy to just well, for yeah. sale by owner and landlords. You want to target landlords who have their houses for rent. Definitely, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all, all of that is great information. I mean, I've, we've got we've got more work to do, it sounds like, Joe. <laughs> well, awesome. Hey, one thing I wanted to tell you guys, too, I know you're doing follow-up, but uh, you're probably sitting on, you know, hundreds if not thousands of old leads. You, you've, yeah. you guys following up with those leads every single month? You know, we were... We were doing text and voicemail drops and then dropped the ball on it and then recently did a campaign and we, I think we ended up digging up a dealer or two yeah. after, after sending out some voicemail blasts. So something yeah, we might, need to work, we, we need to automate that. You might also think about just doing some simple handwritten postcards to all of your old leads on your list. Yeah. What hit them? Uh, yeah. It's so easy to do. I mean, just like maybe on uh, even weeks, well, okay, once at the beginning of the month, send them uh, a postcard. At the end of the month, send them uh, a slide broadcast or something like that. But, yeah, your old no, leads. I love it. Love it. But I know. I mean, I mean, thanks for the reminder. I don't know why we don't have it up and running. We, we've kind of just, I don't know who whose responsibility was to make sure that was happening, but we need to get back on it. <laughs> oh, you're sitting on, you're sitting on gold with your old leads. Oh, I know. I know. And then uh, here's one more thing you guys can do. Listen to this. You know a bunch of wholesalers out there. Uh, Offer to partner with them on their old leads. Like if they can give you their old leads, tell them you'll work them and split the split the deals with them fifty fifty. If they give you their old leads or something like that. There you go. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. If you can if you can find other and um, there's tons of them in St. Louis. I know some of the biggest wholesalers. uh, I know all of them, but but. Some of the biggest ones don't do any follow-up with their old leads. They throw them in what they call the wood pile, and it's, they just sit there. 
It's insane. <laughs> there was a period of time uh, earlier or later in 2017, we were getting more deals from our follow-up than we were from our new marketing. Oh, wow. No way. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> yeah. So just wow. don't forget that. Don't forget your follow-up. And I got to go, man. I'm Shoot, I'm going to be late. But um, thanks, man. You guys are awesome. <laughs> appreciate it. Jake and Terrence from Washington. Thanks a lot, guys, for being on the show. I appreciate it. Likewise, Joe. Thanks a lot. See you guys. Bye-bye.